Tonight is the big speech for Joe Biden. And where are we headed? Well, <laughs> no place, no place good. This is being shilled now as reminiscent of Kennedy's moonshot speech. And that's all you're going to hear tonight from mainstream media. Oh, it was beautiful. It was flowing. It was flowery. It was inspiring. It, it laid out a big vision. Well, we'll tell you the truth. The big vision is the opposite of the America that you and I grew up in. Uh, it is fundamental transformation of almost every piece of America, including an additional five trillion dollars in spending that is being recommended just tonight so what does the world of the future look like i'm going to give you an example but we have to go to south africa to get it i'll show it to you in 60 seconds we got a review in a review in from dana writing about her experience with american financing she said uh, watching a Glenn Beck YouTube seg- uh, segment is how I got introduced to American financing. After its commercial spot, my curiosity was triggered. So I called American finance number and I'm happy I did. From start to finish, the American financing team members were knowledgeable and helpful and they made me feel comfortable throughout the whole refinancing process. They were They were able to significantly lower my interest rate and free up equity for me to do home improvements. I am really satisfied and so glad I chose American financing and I'll share my experience with my family and my friends. They are rock stars. What else do you need to know? You need to refinance. You need to save money. You need to get out of high interest credit cards. They can help you. It's AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Tonight on Glenn TV, after months of delays and COVID-19 excuses and 100 days into his presidency, Biden will finally give his first joint address to Congress. Some predict his plan will be like JFK's moon landing challenge. But will it be closer to FDR's New Deal nightmare? Glenn Beck hosts a live reaction show with the great one, Mark Levin, as they break down the address that could completely transform our economy. Watch it live with Glenn Beck and Mark Levin. Tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn. So part of our infrastructure bill is to uh, make sure that we have broadband available for everywhere in the country, that we are going to be blanketing this thing coast to coast and the government is going to be involved in it. I don't want the government involved in any of this stuff. Um, I don't think the government has a place in it, a role in it. And, you know, when things go wrong, you become China very quickly if it's all government lines, if it's everything was built by the government. You know, the government's going to build in things for the future. You know, some things that maybe we'd we'd like to do. I would rather have people like um, Elon Musk building them. Elon Musk has just done uh, SpaceX's Starlink internet service. And they're rolling it out around the world. And it is a service so you can have high-speed internet anywhere. And the latency is about 40 milliseconds to Eh, 20 milliseconds well so you know we are now uh, have a latency issue uh, of about a hundred milliseconds when you get it below five you can do surgery remotely but 20 milliseconds and a hundred for sure 
is too long. You, you'll kill a patient on the table if something goes wrong. But five milliseconds and below, that's like having the surgeon's hands right there in real time. Well, this gets from space. This gets you a, a latency of 20 milliseconds to 40 milliseconds. That's good. That's really good for something in space, low orbit, and he's paying for it. Now, why am I talking about this? Because I think it's an amazing uh, project that an entrepreneur has taken on and said, I'll get internet to Appalachia, I'll get internet anywhere. We're just going to ring the earth with satellites, and he's done it. Now he is going and opening it up. Already it's available in the U.S., in Canada, Australia, um, and this is just the beta system. It's going to get faster once they have more satellites up, but they are now asking other countries, do you want to buy into this? Do you want part of this? Well, uh, the problem is in South Africa, they desperately need this, but in South Africa, they have, uh, they have something called the, oh shoot. What is it? The black buy-in or something. You have to have black, uh, either ownership or black CEOs as the head of the company for you to be able to do anything in South Africa now. Well, well, wait a minute. So what is, what does that mean? Does that mean you're not going to give high speed internet because Elon Musk is the CEO and he's white? The answer is yes, that's exactly what it means. So we're no longer on meritocracy. We are only judging things on race, which I mean, you could find ways around it, I would imagine. But is that what is that a job you would want? That you would be the guy who's not really the CEO, but you're black, and so you're going to be the CEO? That'd be horrible. Think of what kind of a country you would have if you start creating those kinds of things. This, this happens often in, in foreign countries, and, and sometimes in the U.S. as well. A friend of mine wound up purchasing a, a business in Hawaii, and the rules were basically that there had to be a certain percentage ownership of a native Hawaiian. So it was the business was purchased. And then basically the native Hawaiian was sort of like the the billboard on the front of the company, you know, like not necessarily doing a lot, but had to be on the ownership papers and it got paid to be on the ownership papers while the, the regular American, which I guess Hawaiians aren't, I don't, I don't know exactly how that works, but the regular American actually owned and, and operated the business. It's bizarre. And it happens all over the world for foreign countries. It happens all the time uh, with Americans. Yeah, in foreign countries, in, in foreign countries, it happens. And in foreign countries, even Mexico, you can't buy oceanfront property in Mexico unless you're Mexican. So, and, and I understand that. You don't want foreign, foreign nationals to own all of the property that's good. Um, so people, what they do is they, they buy something and you can own it through the bank if you're a foreign national, but only for 100 years. And then it goes back to the bank. Um, and, but if it's, if it's waterfront property, it has to be purchased uh, through a Mexican. So you, what people do, and I, I think, is they buy these properties and they buy them through people who are saying, you live there, but really they're just the caretakers. 
So, I mean, it's 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 just a sham. It's a way for people to make money. And it's a sham. Um, I wanted to talk about South Africa because it's a really unique situation. Um, but uh, we have somebody who we know through the blaze. He's a really great guy, president and founder of Share Together uh, and is from South Africa, actually uh saved his sister from sex trafficking it's an amazing story yako buins is uh with us now yako how are you he uh we can get yako is in he, uh, he would he was actually scheduled for about 10 minutes from now i did see him walk in though so oh, i'm grab sorry. him if you if you would oh like. i thought he was on the phone i'm sorry yeah yeah bring him in mm-hmm. bring him in he has a really interesting take uh on the, on what all of this kind of stuff means um because he sees it in South Africa and South Africa is a disaster. It's a disaster. It was getting better under um, Nelson Mandela and they made massive changes. It's not America. It's it's certainly not Israel. Um, And it has some real poverty problems. I mean, the, the difference between the black community in poverty and the white community in poverty is something Americans have never seen. We've just never seen that kind of poverty. And how do you get out of it? We have uh, Yako on with us. Hi, Yako. How are you? Blaine, good to be with you. Good. I'm sorry to pull you in. I thought you were, I thought you were uh, on this uh, half hour. No, it's um, good. I wanted to talk to you about what Elon Musk is dealing with and what that means in South Africa when you have, uh, you have to have a black South African at the head of a company, and it's a sham. A hundred percent, Glenn. It's the Black Economic Empowerment Act. And this act, you know, Dr. Helen Zillow is the leader of the Democratic Alliance, which is in the Cape Province. It's the only province that's not governed by the ANC. She wrote a book recently called State Woke Go Broke. In the book, she says, we don't know if South Africa can survive the culture wars in the USA. I disagree. I don't think the USA can survive a type policy as what we've had for the last 27 years in the culture wars in South Africa. So South Africa is really a test case. It should be the test case for the world. Everything we've seen through COVID in 2020, I've seen that movie before. I lived it through apartheid. I can script it for you what's coming next. And what's coming next is affirmative action in the US. It is a BEE, Black Economic Empowerment-like kind of policy and this is what that does it mandates by the state that you have c-suite level executives with a 51 percent majority ownership of your company if you're the founder of the company it doesn't matter you just hire a black face you give equity and that qualifies you for certain privileges by the state lower taxes etc and then most importantly you can qualify for government contracts And here comes the massive corruption. This is why you see President Zuma indicted for fraud, the Guptas, why you see banks going down, why you see ESCOM, the power company, funneling money, billions of dollars out of South Africa. It's because of black economic empowerment. But the policy does the following. Um, Black economic empowerment is preferential procurement, affirmative action, quotas, even in sport, to where a sports team says, hey, seven seven players this color, three players white, two players that color, not on merit, even in in sport on our national level, our national level. Then it also, of course, economic equity and in, 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 uh, uh, you know, the representation that needs to be across the board. So literally how it works is there's a scoring system, Glenn. 
And if you say, look, I'm not going to subscribe to BEE at all. I'm, I am a business owner in South Africa still. And I had to decide, do I want to subscribe to BEE? And if you don't, you get penalized. Your capital gains, your taxes are through the roof. Now you start playing the game because there's a scorecard. Okay, I'll bring in one C-suite guy. I, I earn a couple points. Two C-suite guys, uh, 20% ownership. And this this game. And what happens? I'll give you an example. The head of our education department in South Africa, the head. So our, our equivalent of the head of education in the U.S. And we have ministers. So our mm -hmm. minister of education does not have an education degree. Our minister of health is not a doctor. Think about that first. The, the person who's writing policies on health in South Africa is not a doctor. It's a person who used to work in the economic department, who used to be in mining, and just gets placed at the top of the tier of a, of a whole sector. This is what Elon yeah, is stepping into. So this is what... Uh this, this is the Great Reset. Absolutely. This is what the World Economic Forum, I mean, the scorecard is already there. It's the ESG system. A hundred percent. And I, I think that's what you're going to hear um, a tip of the hat to tonight about finding new ways to equity and to make things more fair, et cetera, et cetera. And what you're describing, I think, probably was the prototype. And now they've just figured out how to do it and how to cast it out for the whole world through the w World Economic Forum. Uh, I, because I, all yeah. of those things are being proposed right now in the United States. All it, of those things. It's sad to say, Glenn, but I, I called several economists because thank you for inviting me on your show. I really always sure. appreciate you. I called them because I just want to be on the cusp, factual on your show. Even this morning, spoke to one of the top economists in the country and he said, Yaku, we, we, are, we are cringing over here because you're literally following our playbook from 1997, 2001, 2005. It is, it's like it's scripted. The guys can predict what's next. And, and I'm telling you, here's what happened. Black okay, economic... Wait, let me take, wait, wait. Let me take a break, and then we'll come back. I'll give me one minute. Thank we'll you. take a network break. That way I don't have to interrupt you. Tell me what happened in South Africa and the, uh, and the results of that. All right, our sponsor this half hour is uh, Hustler Turf. Man, Hustler Turf is the best lawnmower you can find. A Hustler lawnmower is one that is built for generations. Um, they're actually built to be used uh, professionally, you know, eight hours a day, six, seven days a week. Uh, and that's why they are so tough. And uh, they, just, they just don't break down. They're, break, they're made like a tank. Now, they used to make these just for professionals. Now they're making them for your home lawnmower, uh, and you can cut the time of your lawn mowing in half. Let's say you're out there for two hours. You can get it done probably under an hour now because of a Hustler Turf. It is a zero-turn lawnmower, but not just any zero-turn lawnmower. These are the people that created it and developed it and perfected it beginning in the 1960s. So if you're looking for a new lawnmower, I mean, one of the things that I've been saying lately, and my kids are starting to make fun of me, once. We'll buy it once. So we are looking for things that will last forever and can be fixed, not just thrown away. That's a Hustler Turf, man. Go to HustlerTurf.com. Find a dealer near you. Test drive whatever you want. Go. Do, I, I encourage you to do your own homework. Go drive other zero-turn lawnmowers. Then find a Hustler dealer near you and test drive a Hustler. There is nothing like it. HustlerTurf.com. HustlerTurf.com.
Radio.com. 10 seconds, station ID. Yako Bullions uh, is the founder and president of Share Together, and he is from Australia and uh, has been warning Americans for a while. Hey, look out. Now we are clearly we're able to clearly see what happened in South Africa and is still going on is coming here to America. So tell me what it was like and uh and what they sold and what happened yeah yeah i'm from south africa you know born and raised 27 years first 27 years of my life glenn and so through the apartheid era i was raised and i was we were raised right by a mom who said hey all men are equal created by god but what we saw is a massive pendulum swing in reverse racism and and the result and and the immediately the proposed you know economic plan was black economic empowerment and it took three years to employ from 1994, when Nelson came out of prison, to 1997. Now here, here are the so he was part of this. Oh, 100%. because he didn't. No, 100%. he did not have. He didn't. He was a communist, yeah. but he didn't have. He didn't seem to have a bone in his body where it was vengeance. No, but but Nelson, it's like it always. It, Nelson, there was a version of this plan with President Mandela that then, you know, those. Was kind. Follow, yeah, it was kinder, and it, and it was truly about you know building a nation together and really bringing people right. together because the man had a hard change in prison. He was a communist, yes, but he had a hard change. But very quickly, those who took over power from him swung the pendulum all the way, and that's what we're seeing in the U.S. now. I firmly believe right. the radical left feel like Barack Obama was not radical enough. And this is oh, yeah. this is the time oh, yeah. to come get the pound of flesh. And this is oh, what's yeah. going to happen. It's scripted. So when that pendulum swung... Reverse racism came in, but this is what happened. Three trillion dollars, U.S. dollars, was spent by the apartheid government on the, on the majority, which is always black in Africa. The majority is black. The minority is white. There's only mm-hmm. three million people that speak my language on the planet, Afrikaans. It's a small group of people, right? So when that pendulum swung and they brought in black economic empowerment, here's what happened. We're now at 29% nationally unemployment rate. 29%. Oh, my gosh. Today. That's a figure today. That's black economic empowerment. There is no middle class. It enriches the political class. They hand out contracts, government contracts to, to government employees. This is pay for play. This is everything you cringe about as a free American, and it's coming. And, the, and, they, and they call it you know, the, the Economic Forum in South Africa. Equality Act, they have done nothing. This policy does nothing, Glenn, to uplift. It's as black, as bad for black South Africans as it is for white South Africans. It's a facade. They're riding on the backs of their own people. It's a cannibalization of their own people. It's a voting block so that we can stay in power, the ANC, through black mm-hmm. economic. And now a foreign company comes in. Elon is a South African born. I'm South African born. We're both citizens of the U.S. But Elon is about to step into a mess. I mean, I Is think, he going to do it? I don't think so. Because what they're going to require of him, I can't see that man give it up. He's going to have to give up. He's going to have to position his company at 51% black ownership in South Africa. 51%. That's controlling interest, Glenn. You know that. I mean, this is the, how, the, how the, the, the corporation is steered. And the, the reason they do that, whether it is our version of Walmart, which is MassMart, or our version of Nestle, Cadbury, they put these guys in senior C-suite positions 
so that they answer to the government, Stu. They answer to the government. So the government says, turn left, a corporation shifts, culture shifts. They control the purse strings and they pay these guys. We got people in education in South Africa that earn more than doctors. And by the way, it trickles down. Today, if you're a white kid, which is the minority in South Africa by number, okay, the minority, you cannot go to school to become a doctor. They won't let you in. Your skin color is not right. You can't become a doctor. So it trickles down to sport. We're talking about quotas in our version of peewee football, peewee rugby. Hey, sorry, uh, only four white kids allowed on the team. Not merit. Hey, but Johnny is really fast. No, Johnny, you're the wrong skin color. That's coming. More in uh, just a second. I, I want to talk to uh, Yako about something else that is going on. When, the, when Nelson Mandela died, there was a, a turn towards vengeance. Uh, enough of this reconciliation. And they turned to vengeance. And it is the dark side of what's happening here in America as well. And it hasn't led to anything good. We're going to talk about that this coming up. The Glenn Beck Program. Don't forget tonight our special on uh, on Biden's speech at 9 p.m. Don't miss it. Blaze TV. Use the promo code Glenn and save 20 percent. Millions of Americans have had the quality of their lives directly and dramatically changed because of pain. I'm one of them. And I've met members of this audience who were addicted to prescription painkillers and hated them, but couldn't live without them. Now they are suddenly free. I mean, I, I've had I, I had a conversation with a man and uh, and uh, his wife who was addicted to these painkillers in bed all the time. So much pain. He wept. She's free. She's free, and she can get up and do things. It's really amazing what Relief Factor can do. Now, seventy percent of the people who try it go on to order more. You'll know within the first three weeks. That's why they give you a, a three week trial pack because. If it's not working for you in three weeks, it's probably not going to work for you. So don't order anymore. But 70% of the people do. They go on to order more month after month because it does work. Relief Factor. I know you've tried everything. Try Relief Factor. ReliefFactor.com. 800-500-8384. Big night tonight. Biden's speech. Live coverage on BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 20 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome back uh, to the program. 888-727-BECK is the number. Glenn Beck is here. Jakob Uyens is here as well. Talking about the unfortunate similarities between South Africa and where and the, the United, United States. States is going. And maybe already and is. It, is. it is so sad, Jakob, because South Africa is beautiful. Um, and, you know, it is a, it's a system that was built, uh, I think by um uh nelson mandela out of love he thought he was yeah. right about his economic policies he's a communist um and he thought he was doing the right thing by the people and now once he died a new guy came in and said to heck with all the nice stuff and you were telling us in the break that uh you know the guy who was in jail with nelson mandela yeah, I had the, f- the fortune of meeting a cellmate of Nelson, actually, who became a professor and had a heart change. But there were policies drawn up, a battle strategy pl- plan while they were in prison for almost three decades, right, of how to take this country back. And it was a direct connection with the outside world, the foreign world, and 
prison system with the ANC, which was the African National Communist Party. Let's not forget that. And, and Nelson Mandela was not put in jail because he was a black man. They blew up a building. Children mm-hmm. got hurt. This is, this is the, it was acts of treason, right? And so, mm-hmm. so, but anyway, Nelson comes out. He, he was a people person, though, Glenn. He loved people. The guy yes. who followed him up, Tabu Mbeki, was a radical, absolute radical communist. And Mbeki said, forget about this nice stuff. Forget about this, their version of a reset with Nelson loving people and wanting, you know, true, true, you know, relationship in the nation, the rainbow nation, as we were called, right? And Mbeki just said, forget, Nelson's out, drop the hammer. And it's been downhill from there. And the policies are absolutely radical. And we should, as Americans, make a study of South Africa since 1994 to today, really 1997 when this came in, when Nelson started losing his grip because he was oh, he was still there and president, but he was losing his grip on his party. His party ousted him way before he actually left as president. They they took mm. it back. It was really just three years of him of them following him because it was an euphoric kind of a you know emotionally Correct. driven thing. And then when they realized, well, Nelson's not really going to just just hate Do white people. Things. Right, and so then they started taking power back, and then you know the Jacob Zuma's of the world, who is who is so radical, and now you know Cyril Ramaphosa, who is an absolute fraud, a fake, and in in the, the infighting and, and it's the corruption. It's corrupt. It's it's yeah, so it is, corrupt. It's the corruption you're seeing now in Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Uh, the corruption you're seeing now in the Biden family, where they just enrich themselves um, because they're part of the deal. We hide it better. But you'll notice that here in America, people are starting just to just be out with it. I yeah. mean, look at Black Lives Matter. I'm just I'm just going out and buying houses. How? How are you buying? Where is that money coming from? How are you buying all those houses? And it's so cliche, follow the money. But it's this President Zuma, Jacob Zuma. Currently, it's Ramaphosa. Zuma goes and, and up to the equivalent of $100 million US plus, builds himself houses around the globe, builds these four. You can always follow the money. Black Lives Matter, Inc., is literally following the playbook of the South African state, the State Department at the moment. And they're walking hand in hand to the point where we have George Floyd Square, where black businesses are now out of business. They didn't do anything. I mean, the black businesses. Is Black Lives Matter, Inc. funding those businesses? No. 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 And they're calling for the police, begging the police, please come back. Please come back. And this is South Africa today. We have no borders. My family owns a farm on the border. On the border, the most northern border of South Africa, our fence, the family's farm is, is a border fence. I mean, you can't do anything. Someone walks onto your land, shoots an elephant, shoots a rhino, comes to the home. You can't even, you know, in South Africa, you can't fire upon somebody if they're in your house unless they fire upon you first. And so just look at where we're going. Mm-hmm. I can take the gun issue in, South, in, in the U.S. and say, been there, saw that happen. Take your guns. Literally came and confiscated guns in people's homes, Right. I can just, the playbook is there and we should not, you know, we should, it's shame on us if we get fooled by this, Glenn, because there is a how model. Are you, how are you feeling about tonight and the speech tonight? You know me, I am an optimist. I, we fight evil, but I have a really, really bad feeling about tonight. I feel like, and I told you this in a break, and I'm not a doom and gloom guy, but I feel like we're going to remember tonight as a marker that we'll look back at and say, that moment, things pivoted. I think they're getting so bold that tonight they're going to lay out policy. And unfortunately, I think America is just too numb. Some, 
definitely the left who voted them into power to even see what they're doing. They're disemboldened. For, for those with sanity in our country, like the Glenn Becks and the Stews and this network, we're going to look at it and say, there it is. There it is. They're now so bold, they're going to lay out a plan. And I just ask people, look at the plan that's laid out tonight and then look at what's currently in South Africa and you're going to see so many dots line up. So, Yaku, you and I have spoken off air many times because there's something going on in South Africa that uh, is horrifying. Yeah. But because the alt-right got involved, um, it, the reporters won't, no one will report on it. And it is very similar to what is happening here in America, I think. There is, um, there is a part of it that is race there's also a part of it, I think, a big part that is that is just lawlessness. Yeah, because you can do anything. We're seeing this here in America. Those the people who were, um, you know, burning things down and, and rioting and taking things from Walmart. They don't believe in anything. Not at all. They're just it's just lawlessness because who's going to stop them? Yeah, there is a problem uh, with uh, farmers, generally white that are just being slaughtered in their homes uh, by these gangs. And, from, and nobody is, yeah. nobody is ver- nobody's willing to verify. Nobody's willing to go on record. And so many people in the mainstream media just deny that it's even happening. Well, is it happening? Glenn, I'm going to tell you, I'll go on record. I have the interviews to prove it. My family is there. It's absolutely happening. We have gone from 300,000 farmers in 1994 to 30,000 farmers in South Africa in 27 years. 300,000 farmers to 30,000 farmers, okay? The farming community is a direct attacked community in South Africa. They're profiled 100%. If you're, it, do you know that by the World Forum, the most dangerous job on the earth today is to be a South African farmer? That is the most dangerous job. The, the whole World Forum agrees to this, but in the U.S., mainstream media don't want to go there. Why? Because it's predominantly 95% white farmers. And we're not talking about killing a bullet. A bullet would be merciful. We're talking about killing, raping women, killing them by burning them with blow torches. We're talking about dragging them behind vehicles, delimbing people, decapitating people, raping children in front of the fathers, pouring hot water down their throats. They just, you know, had a young kid, 22-year-old farmer, Brennan. They skinned him like you skin a deer in the public square, hung him in a tree and skinned him, Glenn. This is not, we got the photographs. This is verifiable, but the alt-right, unfortunately, try to make it worse. It's bad enough. We don't need to make it worse. Just let the truth stand for itself and the president of south africa says nothing to see here and and his and his defense is well there's there's you know there's 50 you know murders a week in south africa Uh, it's nothing to see here disproportionately when you look at well who is being murdered you see well wait a second there's not another sector in society on earth that is more profiled than the south african farmer yes black farmers are being killed too because they're 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 considered traitors because they work with the white farmer, right? And so now you need to talk about the land grab that's going on. The government yeah. just- Who's t- grabbing the gang- land? The, the government, and there's no uh-huh. compensation. So you've got a mortgage on the land, you've got mortgage on your tractors or your equipment, they go, that's your problem yep. with the bank. 
Yeah, we're just taking we're, we're taking the land. And do you think they're selling the land? Do you know that a black farmer in South Africa today, I want people to hear this, cannot buy his own farmland. He leases it from the government. So they take land from the white farmers and then they lease it to the black farmer. He can't even buy it. They won't allow him to. If he had the cash, white farmers are going around putting mortgages down for black farmers, saying, we want, they won't, it can't. It's state owned. Under the guise of democracy, these are facts, absolute facts. I'll bring the proof, I'll bring the, I'll, I'll set up the interviews. But the world doesn't want to touch it because it's reverse racism. And they don't want to talk about that. Yaka, we have we have talked about this and I've talked about this with my producers for almost two years. Um, and we are going to do a we'll do a special with you on it and we'll do it this quarter. Thank you. Uh, I promise you um, it is. We just have to be very careful because the alt right, as you said, yeah, yeah. makes it worse than it is. You don't have to make it worse. not at all. Not and at all. whether it is because of of black radicals or just chaos and I think it's a combination of the two it's just it's it's what's happening here in America Glenn. and if you don't think that that will come here oh my you're goodness. sadly mistaken sadly Glenn, mistaken Glenn you're walking in the streets and someone commits a murder and they want to they want to prosecute the guy and they go, we can't do anything to this guy he, he's not here he's a ghost because he's an illegal immigrant he's from Kenya Rwanda you know Ivory Coast well what's happening at the moment you know Guatemala, walking through other countries into our country. Honduras, they're just walking in. This is literally, I'm telling that little country of South Africa in the political cycle is ahead of the United States. And it's a very young country, but it is ahead. We have done this. This exercise does not work. It's going to break mm. this culture if we do this. And Glenn, I promise you, I'll bring you the, 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 from the horse's mouth, the verified truth will bring black, white economists, black, white farmers, and, and you yourself and your audience, because you always give your audience fact, and I love this show and I love this network, will bring it to you. We have to shed light on these things because it, it, is, it is a warning for all should be for all our politicians and for for people in this nation to say if you keep voting this way or or supporting this radical stuff this is this is what happens it's human nature anarchy yako thank you so much thank you uh, yako buyans you can find him at yako buy buyans spelled right just the way it sounds uh j-a-c-o-b-o-o-y-e-n-s you can find him at yako buyans ministries.org uh, or sharetogethernow.org. Back in just a second. Let me tell you about uh, LifeLock. Have you ever heard of a phone account takeover? This is when a cyber criminal tricks your phone company saying that you just have to assign a new number uh, to a SIM card. Okay, just, just take that number and just assign it to this new SIM card. Well, now you don't have control of your phone because the phone company has reassigned it and it doesn't take them very long. Once they move your number uh, to this new carrier, it doesn't take long for them to access your bank accounts, your credit cards, everything. This is what's happening. And you don't have time to worry about this and protect this. You don't have the skill or the knowledge to do it. LifeLock, these are the people that created this uh, security category back in the 1990s. They've been doing it forever and they know the ropes and it's forever changing. That's why they are. It's uh, it's 
it's a system that will alert you to the things that you're going to miss on your own. Nobody can prevent everything. But the things that you might miss on your own, or if you just have your credit cards being monitored, you're going to miss this stuff. LifeLock not only will find it, if they miss something themselves, they will help clean that mess up. It's LifeLock.com. Go to uh, LifeLock.com and use the promo code Becky. You're going to save 25% off your first year. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK. That's 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Promo code Beck. The entire Western world is under attack in one way or another. There's a story that has just come out of France. The French government has now condemned an open letter signed by active soldiers that said the country was headed for a civil war due to religious extremism. About a thousand servicemen and women, including some 20 retired generals, put their names to the letter. It blamed fanatic partisans for creating divisions between communities and said Islamists were taking over whole parts of the nation's territory. Ministers, of course, have condemned the letter published in a right-wing magazine. The letter was first published on April 21st, the 60th anniversary of a failed coup d'etat. The hour of gray, the hour is grave, and France is in peril. That's what was above everybody's signature. Uh, here's the problem with this: uh, the minister in charge of the armed forces said they're going to find these people that were in there, and they will be punished for being far-right extremists. Does any of this sound familiar? Um, they're saying that uh, it, the letter basically says Islamicism and uh, those who are trying to destroy our culture and divide us are going to cause a civil war. Um, they have uh, the suburbs that, are fr- that surround the French cities, and it's only a matter of time. Uh, the signatories go on to blame a certain anti-racism for splitting up communities and seeking to create racial war by attacking statues and other aspects of French history. A certain anti-racism. <sighs> Pray for your country. Pray for the safety of everyone who is attending that speech tonight. Um, I, I think Yaku is right. I've had this bad feeling about this for a while, and uh, I just think it's going to be a night we will all remember, and I just pray for the safety of our nation and all those in attendance, and that, uh, that good will finally wake up and stand up and say, no more, no more. Don't miss our coverage of it tonight at 9 p.m. I hosted along with Mark Levin. You don't want to miss it. 9 p.m. Get 20% off. Use the promo code Glenn.